What's so funny? I just don't. I don't really know what you want. Well, so <laughs> I know what we're doing here. Well, I wanted to talk about. It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. No, absolutely not. Is this what you're talking about? You got that in that bag over there? Yeah, I got a couple things. I I'm wanna... not going to stick my hand in anything slimy. If, you don't it, make... if I touch anything slimy, I'm going to be mad okay. at you. I won't... Do you need to take my I watch won't... off? I No. I won't ask you to do anything I won't do, okay? You would do a lot of weird shit, though. <laughs> um, but before we get into the bag... Okay. Um... I just want to tell our audience that we are going to be putting out our interview with the bitchy waiter. Oh yeah, that's still coming up. That's we haven't released that yet. We haven't released that yet. We're going to release that on February second. So when you hear this, it will be the twenty sixth of January. So again, we're traveling into the future to promote. That was not the sound I was trying to make. Uh, Let's try to make more of like a spacey mm. kind of. Anyway, to promote our interview with the bitchy waiter, and for those of you who don't know the bitchy waiter, his name is uh, Darren Cardoza. Cardoza, uh, an author, a comedian, a singer, a performer, a waiter. Um, go to thebitchywaiter.com. Check out his stuff. It's absolutely hilarious and funny. It true, was, true. It was awesome to sit down and talk with him, and that'll be coming out next. Sunday. I still can't believe that he agreed to talk to us. <laughs> yes. Amazing. I suppose I should get a napkin. What's wrong with you? Well, really? <laughs> oh, you got one right there. Okay. So I wanted to start, and I saved these because I was, I wanted to try these with you um, during Christmas time, but we, you know, we had our Christmas break. You want me to eat something? You want to put something in my mouth? So I got these for you. It's a gift, and I thought we could try one. I'm not putting that in my mouth. That looks horrible. A clammy cane? It's clam flavored candy cane? What makes you think, what makes you, everything that you know about me, what makes you think I'm going to put a clam flavored piece of candy in my mouth? That's, that's disgusting. I don't know that it actually. Clam, it says clam flavored right on it. But I mean. You are crazy. Where did you even the fuck find this? That's horrible. Archie McPhee. There it is. Written right on there. That, that where did you go to an Archie? Did they no, have one down? You I, ordered it online. I ordered it online. Wow. I ordered it from Amazon. That's awful. Can you smell them? No, that's why we need to open one. I'm up. not gonna eat it. I'm not. Just I, have it one lick. I hate clam like like clamato. One lick. Clamato. Open I won't even up. eat clamato. But if you open the box, it's gonna lose value. What value does it have now when is nobody it, will touch like it? Is this like a collector's item? Like you know, like you know, a Star Wars character in a box. Like you don't open it. You. You won't this could be one. worth money in like 40 years. No, but yeah, in 40 years, I'm not interested in hanging on I'm to I'm not clams. interested in it today. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, you know it. what? I'll make a deal. If you have that box in your possession in 40 years, I will lick one. You won't try it today. Who would? That looks absolutely fucking foul. A clam-flavored candy cane. Come on. I'll try one. I know you would. I, I'm going to throw up. Is that what you want? Here, can you open this for me? So I found these, and I Can thought... Can we just open one? Yeah, we just open one. We don't need to try them all. 
<clears throat> I don't even want to smell this thing. Just. Oh, uh, uh, uh. oh, oh, relax. Dude, smell it and tell me. It smells pretty gross. That's <clears throat> fucking awful. Okay, here. I'm going to throw up in the sink. I can't lick it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Where's my water? You want to th- throw up into a pint glass? Is that what you want? Hmm. No, get that out of your mouth. You're going to make me throw up. Can I have that water? So You think it'll help? God damn. Sit down. No, not when that's over there. So it's sweet. Get rid of it. <laughs> you won't try I'm any of it. I'm not going to be anywhere near it. I smelled it. That's, that's as far as... I almost threw up in my mouth, John. Oh. That was real. Did you hear the sound? That was my body rejecting whatever was... That was just a smell. Do you want to clean up my vomit? Is that what you want? No, not at all. Do you doubt me that I'm going to throw up? Have a seat. It's away. I'll put it away. There's that There's that guy who didn't believe me about tequila shots. Were you there that night? No. What happened that night? Well, he didn't... Well, so if I do a shot of tequila, mm-hmm. it goes in my mouth, into my stomach, and my body rejects it immediately and makes me throw up. Right. Immediately. Like, mm-hmm. it's a instantaneous and this guy did not believe me so he buys the shot <clears throat> i had an empty pint glass ready on the thing and we were at hattie's hat and we were off the bar we we're at the table across the thing who the, it wasn't keith was it bartoloni it might have been bartoloni but it might have been that no though it was like that i don't know i can't remember who the hell it was but shot goes in vomit came out immediately it's just okay my body does well, not tolerate. It was kind of sweet, like it was minty in a way. But I don't ever want to. I don't want to think about what I smell. <laughs> it was faint, clammy, but like it wasn't. I forget the smell that I experienced just now. That was horrible. It wasn't that bad. Guys. Yes, it yes, wasn't. It was. It wasn't. It was. I tasted it. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> no, <laughs> the smell was too much to bear. Can I give you those to leave somewhere? <laughs> I'm, Can you not, give them out at work? They're not. Pu- I'm not. I'm not putting them on my person. I'm not carrying them anywhere. No. No. I'm not. No. Just knowing they're over there is kind of making me ill. You have more in that silly bag of yours. You. I do have something else. So I'm going to give you a fork. And I'll need that. The can opener. You're going to be sorely disappointed by everything that happens. Will you try some of this with me? Sponge cake. One of these weird. What's British it called? Spotted dick sponge cake. I thought it was like a. Well, originally this was going to be a Christmas episode, but. <laughs> I've heard of this. So, what is it? What do you have in your hand? It's a cake. It's in a can. It's a can of cake. It's canned cake. And? Well, it wants us to heat it up. Is that an issue for you? Why well, I don't have time to heat it up. Contains egg, milk, and wheat. I'll have a bite if you have a bite. We can microwave it. Not in the can. Remove from packaging. Place the pudding on a microwavable plate or cover. Heat on full for an hour, a minute and a half. Heat further if required. That's good advice. In any situation, <laughs> heat I guess. further if required. <laughs> it's just vague enough to be helpful. Let me open it. We're going to eat this raw. It says to cook it. It's not raw. It's just a microwave. Stovetop. Those are microwave cooking instructions. For how long? One and a half minutes. That is not cooking. One and a half minutes does not cook something. In a micro- that that's enough radiation to kill whatever's in here that'll kill us. Nothing's going to kill Or you. we could stovetop it. Pierce the lid and place the can in a saucepan of boiling water. 
Bring back to the boil and simmer for 40 minutes. I don't think we have 40 minutes. Well, it wants us to boil it for 40 minutes. But only microwave it for a minute and a half? Microwave radiation is pretty toxic shit, man. Yeah. You got a plate? Caution. Open with care. Whilst. <laughs> like the use of... Whilst. Covering with a clean cloth. I don't Did you bring a clean... a clean, dry cloth with you? No. Uh, can should be taken when opening and disposing of cans. What? What is it? Oh, sorry. Care should be taken when opening and disposing of cans. Why? What kind of care? Because it's clearly safe to eat. <laughs> These instructions are given as a guide. Cooking appliances vary. Adjust timings accordingly. Ensure the product is piping hot before serving. Do Earth's... not reheat. Do not reheat like I can't, you have to eat it all in that one setting? Yeah. Don't reheat it. Why not? Well, because it's probably been... Re this is the second time we're heating it up right now. They've already par-cooked it. Will it, are, will it just be bad or will it be... Poisonous. It'll That's be poisonous what... if I reheat it. That doesn't... It said heat thoroughly if needed, though. Right, but previous... it's in a can. It's already partially cooked. It's already My ready... tongue's kind of numb from those candy canes. Probably. It's... You might have minutes to live. Your tongue is kind of white and... <laughs> Yuck. Yikes. <laughs> you need a problem. You should brush your teeth right now. Storage. Store in a cool, dry place. Once opened, cover, refrigerate, and consume within two days. <laughs> Jesus. So maybe we shouldn't? There's a distinct possibility that we should not eat this. Best before end. See end of can. Will we ever see the end of this can? <laughs> November 2021. So we got some time. So we can save it for your birthday. Yes. Let's save this <laughs> for my your birthday. your birthday cake. Yes. We'll use that as my birthday cake. You won't eat any now. Well, we have to heat it up. It clearly says... It doesn't say don't eat it cold. It says serve piping hot, and it gives multiple ways of cooking and bringing up to temperature. They want, and it says contains egg and wheat. So you think like there's raw egg that's in the thing that, or just just raw enough? What is just raw enough? <laughs> I don't want to find out. All right. Well, I told you this bag is just a, <laughs> a bag, big bag of disappointment for you, my friend. And you won't taste the clammy cane? I'm not going to put a clammy cane in my mouth. And you won't eat the I'm not going to eat a rotten avocado. There's no amount of mold or spores or fungus I will let you put in my mouth. I'm sorry that I'm not entertaining enough for you, but I will not be killed. Not in this manner. You not in be, this manner? You have to be much more clever to take my life, John. Well, I was trying to be up front. Yeah, you? well, you're going to have to be sneaky. You're going to have oh, to okay. jump out from behind something with a, with a stick or a... Well, I appreciate that you you read the instructions and the directions, and um, I can't believe you didn't. Is it because it says Simpsons on it? Is that why you trusted it so much? No, I just the I just Simpsons. Be, I just thought it would be funny to eat some Spotted Dick sponge with you. Well, I mean, I've heard of Spotted Dick. It's, it's did you know what it was before today? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a classic, you know, British dessert. It's it's pretty classic. It's just cake. Yeah. Okay. It's got raisins in it or some shit. I don't know. You don't like raisins. I don't hate raisins. But you don't like them in... Um, I like craisins better, especially in my cereal. <laughs> and if somebody's going to make me eat a raisin, if I had my druthers, I like the golden raisins better than regular the raisins. The sultanas. Is that what they're called? That's what they call them on menus. I don't know if there's a difference in like the, the mm. species, but when you get sultanas in like a... They put them in some dinner things They're on too. a menu that you work at at your restaurant. Not currently, but they have been in the past. Okay. 
Um, but you like golden raisins, but not the, the sun. Again, I don't dislike raisins. I just don't see a need to eat them. What about oatmeal raisin cookies? Yeah. You're great. not against those? No, no, I like those. Okay. But when raisins and oatmeal is fine, raisins and baked goods are fine. Raisins by themselves are fine. Raisins in a weird cake? I don't, I don't know. Raisin cake? What about meatloaf? Yeah, what the fuck is up with that, man? Does anybody know why they put raisins in the meatloaf? Uh, it's the turkey meatloaf. Yes. It's, they put it in the turkey meatloaf. and yeah. Is it's, that still happening where you work? I think so. I you won't know, go you, near it. Yeah. Excuse me. Oh, my sleep schedule is a little fucked up. I know. Well, I, I, and you won't look at clammy cane and you won't eat the spotted dick. So but, this whole episode is just a wash. Wait, it's you. a wash. But Walter's had this sandwich sitting out... In the fucking on the ledge for like an hour or two hours. What we met it's a around sandwich. noon. It's now currently four o'clock. It was in your refrigerator for an hour. It was in the refrigerator for an hour, but you're gonna eat that. <clears throat> yeah, it's a sandwich. <clears throat> There's nothing in here that could possibly hurt me. It's meat, cheese, pesto. What's in the pesto? Turkey, basil. Well, it's basil pesto. I don't know. That sounds a little redundant, doesn't it? Can well, I they get have the to... pesto that doesn't have any basil in it? I think it's because people don't know what pesto is. Well, then they should shut the fuck up and, I don't know, learn. I mean, I don't know. Okay. Do they know what turkey is? What's turkey? It's not as foul as that candy cane, I'll tell you that. <laughs> but just foul enough. Ugh. Yeah, your tongue has a weird sheen to it. <coughs> excuse me. There's no excuse for you. <laughs> You sure you won't taste any? I am 100% sure I will not taste anything um, over there. That's, ugh. And you're welcome, because I, I swear to God I would throw up the minute that candy cane touched my mouth. Yeah. Um, Got some weird notes over there? I, I always have some weird notes. Um, speaking of weird things, oh. foods, stuff mm. like that, um, tell me about the tuna. We talked about tuna before. We went yeah. to a friend's house. Oh, yeah, Eric Bailey's tuna. My childhood friend, he used to live across mm -hmm. the street from me, and he moved uh, across town. And I was spending the night at his house, and they were like, you know, you ask your friend what you're going to have for dinner, and they were serving tuna. And I thought that was very strange because I've never had tuna fish sandwiches for dinner. And then I was informed that, no, it's in fact tuna steaks. They're going to be grilling tuna steaks, and I'd never heard of such a thing. And, um, they were actually quite good. I remember the grill marks. It was like a little triangular shape. It looked kind of like swordfish when I think about it, but it was much flakier. And um, yeah, it was good. It was kind of weird, but you know, you I was raised to eat, you know, what you're presented with when you're a guest in somebody's home, and I've, that's been a hurdle um, for you. Yeah, well, I mean, I think for anybody, if you. You know, well, we were talking about this earlier because of the, the culture of America where you go to a restaurant and you say, I want this sandwich, but without onions. I want this without that. I want this, but mm -hmm. without that. Oh, this looks great, but can I have this without that? And you would, I would hope you wouldn't do that in somebody's home. Like if you were to go to somebody's house for dinner, for a dinner party, you wouldn't say, oh, we're having this. Could I get mine without whatever? You just shut the fuck up and eat the thing. Unless you had a, a I mean... I think your friend would know if you had a peanut allergy. You know, like if you had a food allergy, they would know and not cook something for you. Or they would ask, like, hey, so I'm having this dinner party next week. I so was going to cook this. Yeah. yeah, we're going to have this quiche. 
is there anything in this? Are you having any food allergies? Like, yeah, would your wife like to come over for dinner? Like, this will be a fun time. And then, you know, you would come over and eat the food and shut the hell up about it. But people feel inclined when they go to a restaurant to rewrite a menu, which is pretty goddamn rude. And, well, yeah, when one of my good friends growing up, the Matars, Ahmed Matar, was my friend growing up across the street. And we'd go to his house there from Bahrain. So, obviously, the Middle Eastern food is quite different from the cuisine that I'm used to. Mm-hmm. But the way my mother raised me was, you know, no matter what it is, it's not going to hurt you. And maybe you don't like onions, or maybe you don't like corn, maybe you don't like tomatoes, but you shut the fuck up and you eat it, and you smile, and you say thank you very much to your host or hostess, and you, it's called manners, and you just, you know, maybe you'll learn to like something new. Maybe you So know, you come into my house, and I offer you, I give you this gift of a clammy cane, and I say and no thank you. Refuse? Thank, I said no thank you. <laughs> you did not make that clammy cane. I did not come over here for a dinner party, and had you... <laughs> inform me ahead of time that this would be a thing i would have told you no clam yeah and you know that i won't eat clam things i don't you've never you don't like a bowl of clams like with the white clam chowder is great no clams are great clams are great clam juice clamato Mm -hmm. is a horrid bit of business what is that michelada you don't like that in your beer no i can't do that it's horrible horrible stuff but you a clam flavored candy cane yeah you're gonna equate that to um Bahrainian cuisine, really? That's that's not offensive. I don't know. You're a monster. You, anyway, so eat what you've been given. Eat and... what you've been given. I mean, there are other times. There are other friends of my family that we would go to dinner, and I don't want to name names. I don't want to embarrass anybody, obviously, but um, they weren't always the greatest cooks. Perhaps I don't know what the the miscommunication with was with the food situation, but uh, my sister and I would. We would make a habit of when we found out we were going to dinner at this friend's house, we would request that we stopped and ate before, like on the way. Can we just stop and get a hamburger so that when we just kind of push our food around or maybe accept a smaller portion, like, oh, no, we just, we don't really, we're not really that hungry. We don't really eat that much, which is why we're just going to, we're just going to suffer a little bit through, through. What kind of food was this that you were suffering through? It, it was French, but it was an interpretation, I feel, of, of French cuisine. So it You didn't enjoy their interpretation? Because you like French cuisine. Sure, yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> These are really good close friends of my family. I, and I, I don't, I don't want to say okay. the wrong thing. Because I okay. genuinely love the people that I'm talking about. This was but... a dish from your childhood 30 plus years ago. Yeah, this, this, yeah, the patriarch of the house wasn't an amazing chef. But the mother was wonderful. She, when she cooked, if she took the reins of what was going on, then it was, it could be pretty delightful. She was actually from France. But this is not the Bahrains. No, 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 the Matars. No, no, no. The the Matars were pretty, I mean, Ashmed was pretty funny too. He would, I grew up across the street from him and we would hear, he was very spoiled. They were very, very wealthy um, family. They owned by oil fields or whatever. And mm-hmm. She was in America. She was there for the university. She was getting her doctoral, what I don't know, her doctorate in something. Fatima was doing something. And Ahmed would have these fits in the night where he needed ice cream. And we'd hear him <laughs> like yelling at his mother like, Mom, I don't care. I want ice cream. And she'd be like, ah. She'd be like yelling at him, and he'd be like, "I don't care. I want it. I want it now." And like, 
they would wake up the whole night. We'd be like up, like listening to this. Like they so loud. Like we lived across the street. This is a rural, not rural, but it's like, what's the suburb? Suburbs of Eugene, and it was yeah. We were our house was pretty far away. It wasn't like and you could hear everything. And then the dad, you know, he'd see the lights come on, and the dad would start yelling, and everyone was yelling, and he's like, I don't care, I want ice cream, and we would just be like, my sister and I'd be like laughing, like, oh my god, like he's so spoiled, like what is wrong with him, like why, why is he screaming in his mother's face about having to have ice cream right now, like, because in that, you know, I guess the way they're culturally, you know, his status was higher than his mother's, being the eldest male, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, like he could do that, you know, if I raised my voice to my mother. There, you know, you're lucky if Any it's a shoe in hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <like this. laughs> but yeah. Um, wow. But we, yeah, like I would go over to their house and like, you know, he would have to be, you know, we were Catholic. So we, we would do our little prayer thing. We weren't like a hold hands and pray kind of thing. We you would just, just sit there. in your lap. Or... We, yeah. We just kind of put our heads down and dad would say the prayer for the table. Um, but like when we went over to his house, you know, we'd have to. He and I would go out on the back porch, and he have these little rugs, and we would face east. And really do this thing, and I would do it with him. And I mean, really? I didn't know what I wouldn't say the things, but I would just do what he was doing, and you honor the house. You just do, sure. you know, culturally, you do what you know. When in Rome, so will you take my hand and pray with me. <laughs> I do it every time I go to somebody's goddamn <laughs> dinner party, and they do. Yeah, everyone starts grabbing hands. You're like, great, I. Hold what, hands. Is the, what is the Catholic prayer? Is it the uh, uh, Our Father who art in heaven, heaven hallowed be thy name? name hallowed be, uh, no. You can't do it with me. It fucks the whole thing. Oh. I learned it, and my dad used to say it so fast, and I learned to say it really fast too. But Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, and will be done on earth as in heaven. Give, give us, us this day our daily bread, but forgive us our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, and forgive us. Oh, deliver us from evil, evil. Deliver us from evil, and forgive us for uh, for that is the kingdom, the power, and glory forever. I don't know. I'm missing something. Yeah, I, think, I haven't I said think, it. And... I think you've got it all. Huh? I, think I think I'm so. missing something. Something about you said the trespasses, right? That's yeah. Forgive us our trespasses. We forgive <clears> those who trespass against, against us. Give us not into temptation, and deliver us from, from evil. evil. For that is the power and glory forever, forever in heaven. Yeah, so forever in heaven. Forever. For that is power and kingdom glory forever. Amen. But then there's the night, the one that we'd say at night too, which was different, and I can't remember how it went. It wasn't our father. It was um, something, something. But it would it would end with and God bless, and we would bless all of our siblings. We like we'd say the whole thing. It was like and God bless Don, Catherine, Cindy, Walter, Mary, Don, Artif. We'd like bless bless all of us. So we'd go through it. But I, I can't remember the first part of it. Do you ever see people bl- uh, bless their food like out at a restaurant? Does this ever happen? I have seen it. It's, Is it weird? It's really weird. I always, I always feel like um, families don't really bother me. I always think it's kind of funny when it's. I feel like it's, it should be a pass. You know, like you're out at dinner with the kids, right? There's mm-hmm. mom and dad. There's usually there's always a son and a daughter. There's not like two sons or two daughters. It's always like there's like one of each and then the mom and the dad like they've got this little nuclear family thing happening they're sitting over there and then their food comes and they sit and their heads are down and they do like a little prayer thing but and that doesn't bother me i think it's kind of funny and i i kind of feel like they should give the kids a pass just be like you know what we're on vacation right god this one's on me you know mm-hmm. like we're gonna 
let the kids just dig in. I feel like that you know you're on vacation. You should be on vacation from religion too. Does that make any sense? Is that allowed? Sure. Is that, or does that go against the whole purpose mm-hmm. of all of it? I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't. I know. mean, I guess it's up to you. But well, the one that bothers me is like when it's a couple and it's just the just like and they're youngish, and it kind of feels like one of them is doing it for the other one. You know, like the food will come <clears> and then he'll be like, he'll like touch her arm, and she'll like take her hands off the table and put her head down and then. He'll he'll like do something and he'll like say a prayer and then it's mm-hmm. like one of you is in charge of this prayer you know what I mean like one of you is right. making the other one do it and whether like he's doing it to be with her or she's doing it to be with him it's just kind of icky is that have, sure I, I mean don't I don't know. know that I've ever seen that particular I've seen instance. it more than once where it's have you ever like intervened get no. your hands off her. <laughs> <laughs> She but clearly doesn't want to pray with you, sir. No, uh, it's it's always it's always like voluntary. It's just there's yeah. just something oddly controlling or controlled it about it. It just seems. No, I don't want to get. Do you think that maybe you are projecting your own um, childhood uh, religious controlling from? Adults and 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 maybe and... I mean both my parents were equally into the Catholic BS like they both but you weren't so uh, well I just didn't I wanted to watch Spider Man so if Spider Man there was the Church of Spider Man they well they have the same clout as far as I'm concerned <laughs> they have the same pull they have the same powers Spider Man didn't do a whole lot of work with wine obviously mm. but um Jesus was an alcoholic apparently. <laughs> But um, water and wine. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, um, no. But the conflict was um, Spider-Man had a show called The Amazing Friends, I think it was called or something, where Spider-Man, Iceman, and Firestar, and she would jump up and burst into flames and fly around, and Iceman would like turn into this block of ice and then break out, and he would like shoot this like ramp of ice and like mm-hmm. run along it. Which was kind of silly. I think I remember the show. How he got around, and Spider-Man would, and he would like swing around, and they had a, a, a trophy that they would tip on its side in his bedroom mm-hmm. or something in his aunt's house, and yeah. all their French would flip upside down, and they become computers. <laughs> so, whatever. Um, but it was like really cool. But it was on at the same time as church in the morning, like Sundays, which seemed like it should be a Saturday thing. So I'm not really sure why there was a conflict here, but. The conversation went. I was like, I want to. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I want to. I want to watch. I want to. I want to stay home. And they said, Well, you can stay home and watch Spider Man, but then you don't get to go to brunch. Like that's the caveat. And brunch was the treat. That was like (laughs) that's why you sat there and put up with their bullshit of standing up and sitting down and standing up and sitting down and now you sing and now you stop and you know it's like then you go up and you know the weird old man puts his hand on your face and puts a dirty cracker in your mouth and <laughs> then you put that salty ass fucking wine and it was just i've never done i don't know anything about it was it. gross the whole i don't know i didn't like it was never fun but you're, you're tired yeah. and you know it's like it's stuffy in there and it always went on too long and you just want to get out of there and get to the brunch you just want to get that strawberry shortcake and you already There's, missed spider-man right i'm missing spider-man for this bullshit and so yeah, I, I was like, I waited out and I was like, well, finally I was old enough to say, I think it was like nine or 12, I can't remember, I was a kid, but I was like, I got it, yeah, brunch is off the table, it's fine, you keep your candle open, you know, 
I'm going to take my amazing friends. And I'm going to take my amazing friends. And I chose <clears throat> Spider-Man over Jesus. Jesus. And brunch. Well, or the Pope. I mean, it's Catholics, right? So it's not... Obviously, Jesus was all about it, but it seems like the, the Catholic churches were more about the fanfare. The church itself was always laden with gold mm-hmm. and pillars, and they're always like, they put a lot of money into that structure, and then their outfits and their the transmogrification of the, you know, or transubstantiation. I don't know what that means. Well, that is what the Catholics believe is actually happening. It's not, it's not a metaphor for them. The what wine is, is now oh. blood. Oh, it's the actually... The cracker is now the body of Christ. Because we say so. Right. The infallibility of the Pope. Like he goes into the casino and says, $20 on red. And they say, well, it's black. And he says, nope, it's red. I'm the Pope. You know, well, he gets he wins because he's the Pope, right? If it's a Catholic casino. That's how <laughs> that would work. Catholic, there's not a Catholic casino like in the Vatican. Not. No. no, okay, no, no. they don't. Gambling's Probably not. a sin, right? I not. I don't it's know. I don't know if gambling's a sin. <clears throat> I think the Pope just said. I just that... know that the Pope can't sin because oh. because he's infallible. And he just said that dogs do go to heaven. Like that was a All de- a decree. Yeah. All dogs go to heaven. There was like some question about whether or not dogs make it to heaven, and he said yes, they do. Cool. Because they can't. Well, our current Pope is a pretty cool Pope. I think. You like he's, this Pope? He, he's done a lot of good. You know, <laughs> the, well. Compared to the last pope, mm-hmm. the last pope was, I don't know, basically a fucking demon. Like he was, <clears throat> like a he was a like an ex neo Nazi when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like he was in like the I don't know he I don't know he was kind of a fucked up guy. But you don't follow scenes. any of this. Necessarily. I read, you know, I hear about it. I don't. Yeah, I could be wrong. You don't all practice Catholicism. I, I mean, I don't have to anymore. I got it down pretty good. <laughs> trespasses against us and yeah, so on and so I don't forth need to practice and... i'm i'm an old pro mm-hmm. um i went to catholic school so so speaking of like brunch and stuff like that you were telling me some story about the uh, the golden gazebo was that oh yeah was, was that was that a brunch related thing because no, the no, place... no, that was just dinner no that was oh, just, okay it was a persian oh, what kind of food was it i think it was persian or greek no it was persian it was one of our favorite restaurants to go to as a kid and um well, because we were talking about people trying to get into restaurants right. when... how they don't pay attention to signs. They don't pay attention to signs. And they don't listen. And there's no way to get them to do what they're supposed to be doing. And yeah, we I guess we were a little bit early. And mm-hmm. we normally eat dinner at like 6. So And I guess the place opened at 5 and we were there at like 4.45. Or maybe my parents were extra hungry or they just wanted to deal with us. But anyway, we showed up at this place. And so my father's kind of a big guy and he starts pulling on the door and it's not opening but he's just like he just looks he's confused like well that's weird no it's we're here like it's we've arrived and so he keeps pulling on it and he's right he's like getting some good you know yanks oh what's it called um momentum yes inertia momentum, and momentum inertia but when you um reverberation like when you when Reverber- you sh- shake something like like why wine glasses break because of there's like a, a, a way that when things vibrate at a certain resonance, okay, like the resonancy frequency is starting to like shake the wall and the the, the hinges to pieces. Like he's shaking it and it's it's kind of like shaking. He's getting like the flow, the back and forth bounce of the door to like actually rip the door off its hinges. And the guy comes running out. He's like, "Stop! Stop! What do you know? We're I'm here. It's okay." And he comes and he unlocks the door and they're looking at the door. And my dad's like, "I'm sorry. I I thought you were open. Like I don't. I didn't. I didn't realize what I was doing. I didn't." 
I didn't. Under, I couldn't understand why the door wasn't opening. Like he was doing something. Like it was just sticking a little bit, and he was just gonna like, oh, just that's odd. It's, the mm-hmm. door was sticking, and he just was gonna force it off of its hinges. So that was. <laughs> but the golden gazebo was good. It was great. Yeah. It was, <clears throat> yeah. They had a, a pita pocket kind of thing that they would do. Who doesn't love a pita pocket? Yeah, it was like a lemon lemon pita. <clears throat> um, and lemon chicken. Speaking pita of pita and speaking of bread. Mm-hmm. I wanted to talk to you because earlier we had we had a discussion several weeks ago about rye bread, and uh, bring this there up. was the Jewish rye, the Russian rye, which is what I think of when I think of rye. <clears throat> has a little seeds in it. Mm-hmm. You I said have... that the dark rye has no. My dark rye that yes. I like and enjoy does not have seeds in it, but it does have caraway, which is what gives rye. Well, we were saying you mean the caraway seeds, and I said yes, that's not in my bread. I don't have caraway seeds in my bread. I insisted on that. Yes, that's true. And you inspected my bread package label, yes, and in fact found that there is caraway as listed as an ingredient. There was ground caraway. Yes. No seeds. No seeds. Present. But I still feel like caraway is what gives it its flavor. The flavor, that's fine. But okay. it's the seeds that I don't like. No. Okay. I don't want a chunk of a seed in my... I'm trying to like bite. And caraway, it's like... Again, it's kind of like the onion thing. You grind up the caraway and distribute its flavor throughout the bread. Great. The whole bread tastes like the caraway. Now, if you take a bite and you get a caraway seed in your mouth and then your, 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 your molars grind up that caraway now... That's a very intense caraway situation happening, and that's not a pleasurable taste to have in your mouth. It's just, it's a lot of caraway in one place. It needs to be distributed. And so expand a little bit, unpack this whole onion thing that you were discussing before, because we haven't talked about this yet. Well, again, like <clears throat> eating this goes afternoon. along, yes, it goes along with, I mean, this is one giant conversation we've been having for years, right? Right. But, so going, it goes along with going to someone's home and eating the food presented to you, the inappropriateness of going to a restaurant and feeling uh, dig, not entitled? entitled to say, I will have this lovely sandwich, but without the onions, or this thing without the avocado, or this thing without the corn. It's like, can you just shut up and eat the sandwich with the corn? If you were a guest in someone's house, you wouldn't say, I want it without the corn. But You wouldn't be paying for it but either. It, but, that's true. You know. I mean, I know that's... Only throughout the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but I... So I love onions. Sure. I can't stand them. But nobody... I mean, not nobody. I feel like one of, one of the things that I said, which, you know, if you guys want to call in or write in if you disagree with me, the majority of people don't like onions. And that can be proven in the fact that there is a no onion button in every POS system, in every restaurant, as a modifier for every dish just in case somebody says no onion you know there's not a no caraway seed button that's not a huge problem in america right there's nobody running around putting caraway seeds where they don't belong but if you just take all the onions and we just said you know what we're not going to slice onions and put them on your sandwiches raw like that anymore we're going to grind them we're going to macerate them and put them in as like a spread or ingredient because the flavor of onion is quite delicious onion powder sure put it in my sauces all day long I love the flavor of onions, but I don't want that weird, half-stringy, slimy, fucked up, sometimes pickled, and again, very intense onion taste. Like, you bite into it, it's like, wow, now my that's all I can taste is onion. But if it's just kind of a spread, a schmear, or an ingredient, like pico is great. There's tiny little chunks of onion in there. That doesn't bother me at all. Small because, enough. Because it's, there's, 
it's competing with the other little chunks of everything else that's in there. And so the, the flavors are, yeah. An onion schmear. So if I make you an onion paste... Yeah, put it, put it all, we'll put it all over. Yeah. Put it on some rye put it, bread. Put it in, put it in the mayo, bread. you know, like. That's aioli, right? Or no, that's garlic. That's garlic. But yeah, you can make an onion aioli, or you probably call that like a uh, remoulade, I guess. Unholy? Un, 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 unholy? Uh, unholy? Unholy, unholy. <laughs> aioli? Yeah, no, so, I mean, uh, yeah. You think, so I would be curious, if anybody out there, do you love onions? Do you hate onions? How many people, I mean, what is the consensus out in the world? I think that there are more onion haters out there than onion lovers because of their simple fact. There's not, there's no add onion button. Nobody's adding onions. Nobody's saying, you know what, that sandwich would be great, but can we throw some onions on there? <laughs> Absolutely, no one is coming up with this. No I've one's never adding said onion. That. Nobody has. No one wants to add onions to anything. Hmm. I mean, I've made sandwiches at home and added onions, like thinly well, sliced. Well, you're already but... making the you're making the sandwich. Yeah. And sandwiches that already have onion. The chef put onions in there. Yes, right. the decisions are made to add onion to things, but not. But at the but the majority, level. yeah, the consumer is going to look at that sandwich and be like, "That sandwich looks great. Could I get it without the onions?" Like the burger comes standard <clears throat> with onions on it, and most of the burgers that I ring in, no onion. Well, there you have it. No onion. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> most people don't like onions. Well, I. I you can I, disagree, but you're not most people. Fair enough. Well, I, I'll take that as a compliment. Maybe. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm not most people either, but but you don't like onions. I like the flavor of onions. The flavor, not the texture. Yeah, and well, I like the flavor of onions distributed appropriately throughout a dish. I don't like a big chunk of fucking. I don't like a big chunk of anything. I don't want to bite like bite into a sandwich and just taste mustard. I would like that mustard to be smeared around. You know, smeared. Is that you? Are you more comfortable with that word? You can use either every word. Time a I say, every time I say schmear, you. you it makes me laugh. Yes. Because you think a schmear is a specific thing. You think well, a schmear just... is like it's a, it's a um, cream cheese situation. Yeah, it's a cream cheese situation. Not it's, it's a it... a schmear is a measurement of something. You get a schmear. Just give me a schmear of that. Yes, that's Yiddish. Smearing for when you like is... you're doing locks and cream cheese <clears throat> and you want a schmear. Of that's a... an amount. Mm. Must smearing it's, it's mustard more... is, an, is an activity. Well, you, a schmear is both. A schmear. You get a schmear. You could schmear anything. You schmear a schmear, or you smear a schmear. You could smear a schmear. You could smear a schmear. But I think you would, it would be more appropriate to just schmear the schmear and shut up about it. But that's fine, too. So no no onions on your bagel and lox? Don't they usually put pickled onions on those things, too, or no? Yes. I would request not to, though. What about capers? I'm not a big caper fan, but I'm not against them. If they're if they're already in a dish that somebody's prepared, I'll eat them. Okay. I don't like I'll, – maybe I'll eat around them. The juice, the, the flavor that the capers again bring to the to the dish is great. It's it's tart. It's 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 delightful. It's vibrant. But when you just get a caper in your mouth and you're like, oh, that's a pungent lot of caper flavor in one mouth bite that I don't really need. If you could chop those capers up and smear them around in there, you distribute them throughout the dish. And there's something to be said for texture. I get it. I mean, like I like my meat sliced and stuff, but. Some things don't really need a texture, especially if their flavor is really intense, like caraway seeds, you know, like bay leaf. Okay, nobody's nobody's putting a, a slice of bay leaf on your sandwich. You put a bay leaf in the stock in the sauce when you're making it, and it just goes in there and soaks up the bay leaf flavor, and then you mm-hmm. pull the bay leaf out. You ever eat like Indian food and you get it home, 
mm-hmm. and you're taking, you're eating it maybe in the dark or not paying attention to what you're doing, <laughs> and you get that bay leaf in your mouth, and you're like, wow, there's it's burning my mouth with the flavor of bay, bay leaf flavoring. Like I just, just imagined you eating Indian food in the dark, not looking at what you're eating. But yeah, no, I understand. I get why do you, why are bay leaves always dry? How come you never see like a fresh bay leaf? They, la- they last longer. Like, what if I got, like, a fresh bay leaf and, like, could. ate it? And, like, I ate it like a salad. Is it just too... That, it's, like I just said, you don't want to put that in your mouth. One little bay leaf into a, a huge saucepan for the entire sauce. You just simmer the whole sauce, and it gets all that flavor out of the bay leaf. That's all you're looking for. You And if you accidentally get that bay leaf in your mouth, your mouth will burn with the flavor of bay leaf, and that's all you'll taste. It's gross. You're like, Ugh, oh, my God, why is that in my mouth? Oh, they were flavoring the sauce with this. No, you would not eat a saw a salad of bay leaves. That's un- unthinkable. Untenable. That being said, yeah, you only need one bay leaf for your sauce spot, and you don't necessarily want to go to the store every time you need a bay leaf. So you buy, you know, a pack of bay leaves. Yeah, there's like ten or twelve. That's why we have dried spices. And they're dried, and they just yeah. live in there, and they're fine. I used to, and then they fell like the the plastic bag got all crumbly, kind of like it cracked, and then it fell all over the cupboard, and so I threw all my bay leaves away. Well, that's why you get little jars. You get yeah, I, spice I mean, rack. My pantry is not up to snuff. Grown up. So you don't have a grown up pantry. Speaking of pantries and be- speaking of up to snuff, and I know you have to go, but we do have to go. Are going to have a new. So not only will we next week have our bitchy waiter Darren Cardoza interview, mm. but we're also going to be, be so starting awesome. a new uh, segment. On our YouTube channel, right? That I am very excited. Do you want to? Do you want to talk about it? Should I? Should I introduce this? Well, what am I going to say that you're not going to say? <laughs> this is a new game that John's come up with, where he wants to see me come up with food so, things. He wants me to. Cook. He wants to test my my metal in the I wanna, kitchen. I want to. Well, I I I, I know I, I know your metal. I know your metal. I know your I know your I know your game is strong. I know that you I know that you know how to cook. I know that you, because you are a saucier rather than a baker, I know that you can think on your feet, right? So my thought was, what if I only gave Walter $20? And what if I said you can only go to the gas station? Not the 7-Eleven, not mm-hmm. the corner market, but the gas station, right? Now, there's lots of things at a lot of different gas stations. And we're still playing around with, you know, well, can can he use the eggs that are in the cult? Well, you've only got $20. So you can buy the dozen eggs, but that's all you get, mm-hmm. right? Those eggs so are expensive. They're expensive, yes. especially at the gas station. Yeah. <laughs> so the idea is to do some gas station gastronomy. And um, we're going to be working on some So you want segments. like the fanciest dish I can come up with? Or you want the... To feed the most people, or you want the most complex, or dynamic, or the most creative? Like, well, what, think, what are we looking for? Well, I what think that I'm going to judge you on three different characteristics. Okay, this is important <laughs> no. to know ahead of time. I think creativity is important. Mm-hmm. I think flavor, you know, it's got to taste good yeah. on some level. And, you know, there's 100%. Um, creativity, how does it taste? And um, usefulness. I mean, like, yeah, can you take I don't it know. to a party can or you take it to a you, party. Yeah, or I don't this, know. Maybe just serve two. it to a girl on a date or sure. I mean, I just I think would crea- you feed this to anybody else? Yeah, or is creativity just... and, and flavor I think are the two most important things. But I think viability or the viability yeah, or like, something. Yeah, because you feed this to another person. Yeah, it's like sure I can grab a, a frozen burrito and put it in a blender and make myself a burrito shake, <laughs> but would I feed that to a girl? No. Right. No. So that's that's something that we're we're going to be working on in the future. So um, look out for that on YouTube. 
Seriously, look out. It might just slap you <laughs> in the face. It might be really unpleasant. It's John. A mouthful of bay leaf. There it is. It's John. Thank you for listening to Gluten Is Not Your Problem. Send your ideas, comments, and questions to glutenisnotyourproblem at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. Oh, John.